Hello folks, welcome to another episode for Formula 1 Mirror. In this episode, we are going to review the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. So probably the most craziest race which we have seen so far in this season. So just to recap, we had Perez finishing up on the top step of the podium and winning his first race for the Red Bull team. Then we had Vettel on the second step of the podium, his first podium place since he moved to his new team Aston Martin. And then we had Pierre Gasly finishing up or rounding up the top three positions of the podium. So it wasn't a crazy race probably for the first 40 laps, but the last 10 laps were insanely interesting. We didn't really get to see much, a lot of action in the first uh, 40 laps. Though we did get to see some overtakes because unlike Monaco, it is slightly easier to overtake over here considering there is a long straight and DRS and slipstream is also quite strong over here, which enables which enables drivers to actually overtake each other. So we did get to see some action, but if we see the entirety of the race, probably the last two laps were the highlight of the race. So let me go through each of the drivers and talk about their performances and some interesting things which I found it found out in the race. So first of all, let's talk about Perez himself, the race winner. So the first race which he has won as the Red Bull driver and hopefully he'll get to also win numerous races in this season as well as next season as well. And with this performance, I believe his he has also kind of secured his position in the Red Bull as a second Red Bull driver for the next season as well. Although there wasn't much doubt as to whether they would be replacing Perez or not, simply because he is an experienced driver and just be, just when the regulations are changing, they would like to have some stability in the team so that they can build the car and also improve the car in the coming seasons. So also like if we talk about other drivers which Red Bull have in their academy, like they have Alvin and the second one they have Yuki Sonoda. So probably they would not like to make the same mistake which they did with Gasly as well as Alex to promote Yuki Sonoda to the Red Bull team. They would like Yuki to actually take his time to develop himself to learn how to drive under pressure so that then he, he can make the step up to the main Red Bull team so that he doesn't make the same mistakes which Alex and probably Pierre uh, did in the Red Bull team. So Perez did like probably drove a phenomenal race. He wasn't that good in qualifying because he didn't actually qualified in P3 or P4 position. He qualified down the grid but right in the first uh, five to six laps itself he was just behind uh, Verstappen so that uh, he is in the fight with the lead and for the podium step as well. So those moves which he did in the first five to six laps helped Red Bull gave him a very good strategy and also allowed him to take advantage of any misfortune which happened to other drivers like uh, Hamilton and then Max Verstappen. So overall it has been a very good race for Perez so far and it will give him a much needed confidence boost because there were some concerns going around that Perez is not performing well, is not performing up to the mark which Red Bull is expecting of him although it has been just five races. But still, there was some pressure on Perez to actually get adjusted to the car quickly and perform and finish higher up and or closer to the Max Verstappen. So, which he proved in the previous race, Monaco, as well as in this race so far. So, excellent drive for him and and like hope for the best for him for the future races. In the second place, we have Vettel. So, a much needed confidence boost for Vettel in this race because this is his first podium since he had left Ferrari and 
we know what kind of situation Vettel was in at the end of the previous season where he left Ferrari. He simply wanted to move to another team for a new beginning, a new environment so that he can be hopeful for the upcoming races and feel that excitement. So that excitement we haven't felt for Vettel for a long time. So I think this was probably the second race after Monaco where we felt that okay Vettel really wanted to drive. He was hungry for the podium steps and he was also making the moves. He wasn't something who was stuck behind another driver. He actually made a few moves although uh, probably the fresher tires helped him a bit but still phenomenal performance for him and like I was also like quite critical of Vettel in the past because his racecraft especially wheel to wheel racecraft wasn't quite up to the mark whenever he was adjacent to another driver whether it was uh, Lewis Hamilton or whether it was Max Verstappen he was slightly prone to making mistakes and a slight touch would actually cause him to spin it could probably be due to lack of his confidence in the Ferrari car and probably how the Ferrari car was developed that he didn't had that much of downforce on the rear of the car which didn't allow him to actually make some moves confidently which he would have done in the Red Bull but in the Aston Martin he felt quite comfortable in the car and he was also able to make overtakes and that too in both of the street circuits of Monaco as well as Baku where there isn't much chances of uh, making any mistake. So an excellent performance for him and a much needed confidence boost as well. This will also help Aston Martin a lot because this confidence boost will translate it to providing a better feedback on the car and, pro pro and building a better car for the future. Also like good performance from Aston Martin as well overall. Like we saw in the first couple of races, Aston Martin was quite behind the other cars like Aston Martin, McLaren or Ferrari. But in this race especially, they were quite up to speed with all the other cars. So I believe they have bought some improvements in the car which actually made a difference. So a good performance from Aston Martin as well. And also like let me talk about Stroll as well because he was also quite performing quite well. He went since he didn't qualify that well in the uh, on Saturday afternoon, he didn't went for an overcut strategy, so he went for a long stint. But unfortunately, maybe because of some structural issues with the Pirelli tires, he wasn't actually able to capitalize on it. And like the first time I saw safety car, I thought that yeah, this is the opportunity for Stroll to actually actually capitalize on it because he was the only driver who hadn't pitted at that time. But just after a moment I came to realize that Stroll is the one because of which the safety car had come out and all the hard work which he had done uh, came undone. Although no fault of his own. He was actually driving quite well and if there would not have been a safety car in, and if he would have pitted probably he would have finished inside the top 10 itself probably on the 8th or 9th position which would have allowed him to actually get a few points as well for the Aston Martin team. So no harm because it wasn't his fault actually he got disqualified but it's a good uh, race for him sorry not disqualified but did not finish the race but anyways it was good race for him hit race his racecraft is actually quite good and on race pace he is actually quite competitive as well so no issues on the stroll side and probably he would be quite happy as well that his teammate actually got the podium position then we move on to gasly who is probably one of the few drivers who is who has shown an immense pace on Saturday like Gasly probably has qualified almost every time in the uh, top six position or probably top seven positions so far in this season so another brilliant performance from him in the 
on Saturday on uh, on Sunday. He didn't really make any mistakes. He drove a flawless race. Especially the last two laps, he was able to defend from Leclerc quite well, and also Norris. Norris was actually looking to overtake Leclerc, but uh, Gasly did a good job of defending against Leclerc, and he was able to actually keep the position and fight for the podium place. And ultimately, he got the reward for it. Uh, I think it's probably his third podium place, uh, and all of these have been for uh, for his team Alpha Tauri. So. I think it uh, the last couple of years has been turning out to be quite good and if he continues with this performance and like even now as well it will become quite difficult for Red Bull to actually remove Gasly from Alpha Tauri so considering that he has already get a podium position and if you are removing the lead driver from Alpha Tauri especially considering that Yuki Tsunoda is not actually up to the mark for Gasly so right now if Red Bull decides that they are going to part ways with Gasly it wouldn't really reflect well neither on Red Bull nor on AlphaTauri. So by getting this podium place, Gasly has further cemented his place in the AlphaTauri team and people at AlphaTauri team definitely love Gasly because he is the one who is actually bringing them points. He is actually the one who is bringing them podium places. I believe that before Gasly, they, are, they, had, they had only one podium place thanks to Sebastian Vettel and who in turn came like brought four world titles to Red Bull team. So getting three podium places because of Casley, I believe they would like to cherish that and they would also like to return that loyalty as well. So by getting the podium place, Gasly has actually further cemented his place for the next season as well. So I do see a scenario where Gasly stays at AlphaTauri because I don't see any reason why Red Bull would actually be bringing Gasly to their team because I am not sure the, of the internal details but I don't foresee actually Red Bull giving Gasly a chance because they didn't give Gasly a chance this season whereas like he drove phenomenally well in the 2020 season so since they didn't give him the chance for this season I don't think that they would be considering Gasly for the next season as well so the only place which Gasly has right now is AlphaTauri and by getting the podium steps he has further ensured that he will stay at the team for the next season as well. Although it's still up for debate like if Yuki Tsunoda improves a lot and like is constantly out qualifying or like outpacing Gasly on Sunday then probably Red Bull might give a chance to probably one of the other junior drivers and replace Gasly but for now it will be a very difficult task for Red Bull to actually replace Gasly from the Alpha Tauri team. So let's move on to Leclerc. So another good drive from Leclerc. So thankfully he didn't actually put the car in the barriers this time so he was quite careful. He first of all let me congratulate him for getting the pole position itself which is a hell of a deal when you are driving a Ferrari car which we know is not really up to the pace with Red Bull or Mercedes. So getting a, a pole position in a Ferrari is definitely quite a lot of quite an achievement especially this season. And then uh, he also translated that pace on Sunday as well although he lost a few positions right at the starting itself simply because Ferrari is not actually does not have that great of a race pace as compared to Mercedes and Red Bull so he simply lost a few positions right at the starting itself but he did overall well to actually finish up in the P4 position I would have actually liked him to actually finish ahead of Gasly because he started ahead of Gasly uh, on Sunday at the start of the grid so I would have liked him to actually finish up at the ahead of Gasly and like AlphaTauri and Ferrari are quite similar in the race pace. So if probably 
maybe his strategy could have been well or if he would have probably taken some risk it's possible that Leclerc might have finished ahead of Gasly but still P4 is a very good a very good spot for him and crucially they finished ahead of McLaren ahead of Norris which gives them slight advantage in terms of the overall constructors championship so on the fifth step or the in the fifth place we have uh, Norris so Norris didn't really had a good qualifying and especially the first few laps he actually went behind and he lost positions and he, he at one time like probably after three four laps he was actually not even in the points as well so considering like he was not even in the points and then he finished p5 it was a brilliant drive for him or at least the recovery drive for him so he'll be quite pleased with his p5 position considering it was uh, somewhat of a damage limitation and he would probably be talking to his engineers and talking to his team like what happened at the starting uh, starting few laps was it the tires or probably some other uh, technical change because of which norris wasn't actually able to make up places and he actually lost quite a few places at the starting itself but overall he would be quite pleased with the effort to actually finish just behind Leclerc and not really lose out on a lot many points considering Ferrari and McLaren are fighting for the third position in the world constructors title so he will be quite pleased with the effort so on P6 we had Alonso like phenomenal drive for him like uh, just before the two laps or like just before the red flag I saw uh, not actually before the red flag but the safety car which was actually called right at the in the middle of the race because of the crash which Stroll had so Alonso had to actually pit for the tires and actually he went he opted for a different strategy also like he went for a soft tires or something so which actually like made him lose places at the end of the race so considering that he lost quite a lot of places and he was most of the time running outside P10 so finishing up just behind Norris in P6 position ahead of Sonoda like he would have made a lot of positions in the race and to get a so many valuable points for him it, Alpine would be quite pretty pleased with his effort and considering that both Alpine and AlphaTauri are quite close in the constructors title although I believe AlphaTauri has a slightly faster car so like overall, overall across the whole season AlphaTauri would probably be finishing ahead of Alpine but still so far right now it is a wonderful like, wonderful effort from Alonso to actually finish ahead of Sonoda and also put Alpine on par with AlphaTauri in the world, world constructors title so amazing performance for him and now we move on to Sonoda who actually finished in the P7 position so he had, he had a good qualifying just before he actually bent his car in the barriers so before that he actually like he it was his first Q3 appearance so his qualifying was pretty decent and Overall, like throughout the race pace, his throughout the race his pace was quite decent. He didn't really lose many positions. He was just stuck in that P6, P7 place, P8 position. So overall, he had a quite a decent race. Nothing spectacular. He didn't really gain lot many positions. Nor he lost lost any positions as well. So quite a stable, decent drive for him. And like he would be pretty happy with the way things have gone. And like him finishing cute, him finishing in the top ten for quite after quite some races so he would be, he would be quite pleased with the effort and hopefully he can build up on that and incrementally improve upon his race pace as well so that he can consistently get into the top 10 places and get some points from AlphaTauri because AlphaTauri definitely has a race pace probably comparative to Ferrari and McLaren so if both Gasly and Sonoda had got points in the earlier races probably they would have been also 
closer to the fight, closer for the P3 fight with Ferrari and McLaren, but just because of some silly mistakes at the starting from both Gasly as well as Sonoda, Alfa Tauri wasn't able to maximize the potential which the car had and so wasn't able to maximize the points which the car could score. But I think this was for the first time where both Gasly and Sonoda are actually in the points and have got good points haul for Alfa Tauri. Hopefully they can build upon this performance and get some good points for Alfa Tauri in the future and probably get in the mix with McLaren and Ferrari as well for the P3 Constructors title position. Then in P8 we had Sainz. So Sainz actually I think started P5 on the grid. So he had a good first stint like he didn't really lose positions. He was quite stable at, uh, at the step at the uh, race and probably he was just behind Leclerc as well or probably uh, probably a couple of steps below Leclerc. So he had a decent race till the time where he had a pit stop and he when he changed for the hard tires probably around in the 11th or 12th lap. Since the tires were quite cold he actually missed his braking point and went into the runoff area because of which he lost lot many positions and he was probably P13 or P14 at one step. So considering he was outside the points and then he fin finished in the P8 position so he would be quite pleased with the effort later on but I think he would be quite frustrated with the mistake which he did at that time because he definitely lost uh, probably 3-4 positions because he should have actually finished ahead of Sonoda and probably just behind Leclerc also ahead of Norris as well because he was ahead of Norris at one time. At one time. So I think he will be quite frustrated with that and probably look towards learning how he could have prevented that situation but anyways science is probably the driver who has adjusted quite well to his new surroundings and is definitely up to pace with Leclerc at least on the race pace probably not in the qualifying that much but at least on the race pace he is quite at par with Leclerc so as long as he keeps his race clean we can definitely see him grab another podium place he has already grabbed one podium place in Monaco so there is, I don't see there is any lack of confidence in him he just needs to have a clean clean weekend and definitely he'll finish in the top six places whenever he has a clean weekend so on P9 we had Ricardo so Ricardo considering the place at which he started yesterday he would be quite pleased to actually finish up in the points but still it's quite far off from where Norris is like Norris finished in P5 position especially Norris lost a lot of many lot many places at the starting of the race itself so considering that Norris lot lost lot many places and he was like just probably just ahead of Ricardo at one step of the race so Norris was able to actually finish P5 position whereas Ricardo fin finished at P9 position so I wouldn't say he would be quite happy with the effort but still it's a lot better effort than the previous races which we have seen especially Monaco so since he was actually able to get a couple of points for McLaren he would be quite uh, satisfied with his effort in uh, for this uh, for this race but he knows that he has a lot of work to do to actually bridge the gap to Norris and actually consist consistently get the points for McLaren which they desperately need right now because they are in, in a fight with Ferrari for the P3 position in Constructors title. So then we had in P10 position Raikkonen so the first points for Raikkonen in this season so he'll be quite pleased with the effort and then in 11th position we had Giovinazzi. So uh, I did see some overtakes which Giovinazzi and Raikkonen did probably uh, on the Mercedes actually not really much on the other cars. So the first points for Raikkonen so he will be quite pretty pleased with the effort although we didn't really get to see much action from the Alfa Romeo or probably the 
TV director itself didn't really focus much on Alfa Romeo, so I can't really comment much on their performances. But they had a clean race. They had they didn't really made any mistakes uh, throughout the whole race. So it's just that probably they need a few other crazy races in order to get some points, so that they can move ahead or like further in the championship position. Anyways, they are ahead of. Haas as well as Williams, so there isn't any much chances for Alfa Romeo to get ahead of Alfa Tauri or or Alpine or any other teams. So it's not like they will be gaining a lot of uh, lot positions if they get some more points in the race. But it will it will be good to have, and it's a good experience to actually good experience or good feeling to actually finish up in the top ten steps. Then on the twelfth position we had Bottas. So. Uh, another horrible weekend for bottas so probably which he would like to forget as soon as possible and somehow there was kind of a feeling like uh, bottas has simply given up on the mercedes seat or like not actually given up on the mercedes seat but actually given up on the race midway itself because he wasn't actually able to gain positions not even in the starting not at the restart not even at the later stages as well of the race where we had the last Two laps of sprint race, so Bottas didn't really made any positions. He was just stuck, and like Alfa Romeo actually finishing up ahead of Mercedes didn't really paint doesn't really paint a good picture about Bottas. So definitely Bottas really needs to probably go for a weekend, clear his head, and think about what are the next steps which we could which he could take. What are the worst which he could happen? I also have a feeling like Mercedes has already taken a decision that they are gonna have. they're going to have uh, george russell in the seat probably next year because frankly it makes sense from the mercedes side as well because i don't foresee hamilton having lot many years left in the formula 1 probably a couple of years only so they need some driver in the place in the mercedes team who can actually take up the mantle of lewis hamilton and help them actually lead mercedes for the dri- another driver's title and bottas definitely is not a driver who can actually lead Mercedes to the world title with whatever performance which we have seen so far from Bottas so definitely they would like to have George Russell in the seat so that he can actually learn and probably pick up a few things from Lewis Hamilton also they would have a benchmark against Lewis Hamilton whom they can compare the performance of George Russell because so far they haven't really got a good good benchmark in Latifi to compare his performance performances so if he gets to have a year or two against lewis hamilton that will actually give a very good benchmark for russell like which like in which areas he needs to improve upon and like how his race pace and qualifying pace looks like against probably the greatest of all time drivers so that's one of the reasons why they would like to have george russell in the seat and uh, another main reason would be that george russell might itself actually start looking for some other teams as well if if uh, mercedes doesn't actually pick him up because he has already spent 3 seasons in williams so spending any the any more seasons in williams isn't really helping him it isn't really actually putting any spotlight on russell he isn't really actually able to develop the racecraft as well because he isn't actually able to compete with other midfield drivers as well so all these reasons combined it will be quite favorable for mercedes to actually look for a replacement for Uh, Bottas, or like not exactly a replacement for but Bottas, but actually a future replacement for Lewis Hamilton, uh, right now itself, rather than waiting for Hamilton to retire. 
so probably that could also be the reason why Bottas isn't really looking that much happy or is not not that much willing to actually fight for it. But still, he will be pretty disappointed with the effort because definitely he is in a, a race-winning car, and he definitely like even if uh, you do not have the job secure for the next season, you'll still like to do the best uh, in the car which you have been given. So definitely, Bottas would like to improve upon his performances and finish up in the podium steps in the coming races. So he'll probably have to look and work with the engineers like why he wasn't actually able to overtake was it probably the setup, the tire temperatures or something else which he can improve upon in the coming races. Then we had Schumacher and Mazapen. So like probably for the first time I've seen Schumacher quite angry at Mazapen for uh, like if you guys don't know the reason it's because Schumacher actually made a quite a late uh, quite like made a move on Mazapen at the last lap itself and like Mazapen instead of giving him space he tried to make a late move in order to block Schumacher from making that move and since he made that move on a straight where they are probably reaching 300 kilometers per hour and it was quite a late move that infuriated infuriated Schumacher and he blasted Mazapen on the radio itself but still it was good to see Schumacher actually fighting for Mazapen and like not really wanting to finish behind Mazapen, so it's quite good to see Schumacher actually finishing ahead of Mazapen because that is something which uh, management in Ferrari would actually look for Schumacher to actually out qualify and also finish ahead of Mazapen so that they, they can actually justify giving him a seat in probably Alfa Romeo next season in case Raikkonen, require, Raikkonen re retires or like if some other place opens up. Uh, Schumacher would uh, Schumacher would be giving a valid reason for them to actually move him to a better team in the midfield so that they can fight with uh, uh, other teams in the midfield and Schumacher would be able to gain quite a valuable experience. In so in the 14th position we had Mazapen. So good thing about Mazapen is like he did had actually one spin I remember. I'm not sure whether it was in the race or in some other step uh, in some other qualifying session or probably practice session, but. Uh, the good thing is that he actually finished ahead of Williams, so that is something which is quite positive to take. Although, like I think he'll be actually making an effort to finish ahead of Schumacher. At one time, he was ahead of Schumacher, so that is quite positive. And also, he is not taking himself too much seriously as well. Like I listened to his team radio where he made a joke where he wasn't actually able to change the switches on his, uh, on his, you can say, uh, the car simply because he was in Monaco at that time and he didn't get the enough time to actually make, make some switches on the steering wheel but in this time he was actually able to make some changes and he made a joke about it that since he is uh, driving in Baku and it's not Monaco so that's why he's able to change the switches quickly. So it's good to see that he's not taking the things that much seriously and he's enjoying his drive and if he's enjoying his drive probably he'll, he'll also be able to actually improve upon his driving skills as well and if he improves upon his driving skills and upon his attitude as well I think people will start liking him as well which will actually help him in order to stay in Formula 1 for quite a long time. Then in 15th position we had Hamilton so quite a shocker of a race weekend which Hamilton had like he was driving probably a flawless race so far like he started second on the qualifying grid and then uh, he had a good race so far although like Verstappen was the one who was actually leading the race and because of the overcut uh, uh, Perez was actually able to uh, gain position over Hamilton and Perez was just behind Verstappen at the uh, last laps of the race. So 
but Hamilton didn't really had a flawless race. Constant, he wasn't really ahead of the ahead of Perez, but still he had quite a uh, very, quite a good race uh, so far. Uh, as long as the probably the last two laps of the race, and because of a very silly mistake, he wasn't able to brake properly in the first turn, and because of which he went into into the runoff area, and simply he wasn't actually able to gain any more positions back because he was outside the points, and the final sprint race was probably just about. Uh, for two laps so he wasn't actually able to make his way to the top 10 positions and he wasn't able to get any points as well so very silly mistakes which could probably happen to anyone and but still quite uncharacteristic of Hamilton to make that mistake who is pretty aware of everything which is going on on the track and going on on the track even the slightest vibrations on the car even the slightest 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 degradation on the tire that's something Hamilton actually picks up and relays back to the engineering team to his uh, trackside engineer so that they can have a look at the factory as well as in the garage itself so quite an uncharacteristic mistake for him which actually lost him um, 18 points at uh, or 17 points at the minimum so definitely like we have seen two major mistakes from Hamilton this season which we haven't seen in the earlier seasons probably he made less mistakes in the last three four seasons than the mistakes which he has made in this season itself so probably like i'm not sure whether he's in the right headspace or not whether probably there might be some contract negotiations going on with mercedes because of which his attention might be diverted but anyways he did made a mistake he owed it to himself as well he said sorry to his team so definitely it, it wasn't a good picture of him considering that he was just behind Perez and his main rival which was Verstappen uh, because of unfortunate circumstances Verstappen was already out of the race so that was his very golden opportunity to capitalize on that opportunity and and get ahead of Verstappen in the uh, driver's title so uh, unfortunately he missed, messed up that opportunity and he went ahead in the runoff area and because of which if we consider the driver's title, uh, no one gained any advantage. Hamilton didn't gain any points and nor did Verstappen. So it was quite an uneven race. But considering that it was a street race where Red Bull is generally better than, than Mercedes in these type of tracks. So I, overall, I still believe that Red Bull is the one who actually lost out on it. Because if Verstappen was still racing and he would have finished 1-2 uh, with the podium steps at the end of the race. So Verstappen, not only Verstappen would have got a quite a healthy lead over Hamilton, Red Bull as a overall would have got a very good, uh, very good uh, advantage from Mercedes. So definitely Red Bull would, were the ones who actually lost out on the whole race. But still, it was a golden opportunity which Hamilton missed in order to capitalize on the uh, unfortunate circumstances of his competitor. So we had uh, Latifi and Russell at the uh, finishing up at the last position 16th and 17th we didn't really get to see much from Latifi or Russell although I did saw that at the last laps like just before the start rather than Russell actually starting the race he didn't really start the race he probably entered into the pit lane I'm not sure whether he started from the pit lane or, or not but since in the qualifying in the race classification I did see that he didn't really finish the two laps so he probably just parked his car at the starting of the pit lane himself, pit lane itself. So I can't comment on any of the performances from Latifi or Russell. 
so in the 18th position we had Verstappen since he finished 90% of the race distance so he was actually uh, considered as classified so he drove an excellent race he actually uh, did had a good qualifying session we don't know whether he would have got pole position or not because of red flags but right from the starting of the race itself he drove flawlessly he got into the p1 position and he led the race from there at no point in the race did we felt like that Verstappen might not actually win the race but because of some other failure in the tire because of probably a structural integrity he uh, the tire got damaged and because of which tire got punctured and Verstappen had to actually uh, leave the car on the track and uh, did not did not finish the race so quite unfortunate from Verstappen especially considering Hamilton was still driving at that time so at that time there will be a lot of emotion which will be going through his mind and he will be pretty disappointed with the effort considering that not with the effort but for the circumstances itself and with the luck which he's having because like he drove a flawless race without any issues without any uh, major errors from his side he was actually conserving the tires quite well also he had a quite a healthy lead over Perez as well so it wasn't as if he was driving slowly or he was losing time or anything like that he remained in full command throughout the entirety of the race except the last two laps and for and just out of no reason out of without any warning his tire blew up and he went into the barriers which was quite a uh, risky crash which Verstappen and Stroll had like Stroll was also driving quite well and Stroll also had a crash at the similar place at the start finish line itself where they where they are reaching speeds upward of 300 kilometers so to have a crash at that speed at that speed even if it's on the straight it's quite horrifying and it could have been uh, injury to both of the drivers so thankfully there wasn't any injury and they they were able to actually climb out of the car without any uh, injuries without without even going to actually medical center as well so that is quite good on the safety aspect of the formula 1 car but it would have been very disappointing at that time for Verstappen and disheartening actually to not finish the race considering he was the one who was actually leading the race and he would have got a healthy lead over Hamilton as well at that time but anyways um, Hamilton also made a mistake at the start of this uh, at the start of the race after the red flag so probably that might give some consolation in him that he didn't really lost out uh, too many points because of these unfortunate circumstances so that will be probably some kind of consolation and Verstappen has matured a lot in the coming years especially the last two years so he's not the one who is who will be actually reacting a lot but he'll be just taking it in his stride because these things are simply out of his control so he can't really do much about it simply just focus on the next race to do well and get as many points as possible for himself as well as the team and we had two uh, two non-finishers or like two drivers who did not actually classify in the race one was Stroll so I had already talked about Stroll like he went for an overcut he was actually driving quite well he was the probably the only driver who hadn't who hadn't actually pitted at that time when his tire blew up and unfortunately had to actually uh, simply move out of the race so there was quite a good uh, scene where we could see his father Lawrence Stroll actually coming into the pits and then checking with him whether he's fine or not so that is quite good that uh, from the like apart from business perspective there is quite personal side of things in Formula 1 where uh, we want uh, people who are closer to us to actually be quite well and do well and also first of all be quite healthy and take care of their health and then 
everything else comes later on so that was quite good to uh, see on the television but anyway stroll was actually driving driving quite a decent race and then we had ocon as another driver who didn't not classify if my memory serves correctly he was the one who had some kind of an engine issue and because of which he had to actually retire so again this is something which was completely out of his control and something which he could not have done anything about it so hopefully he had he has a better race uh, in the coming races considering alonso actually finished up in the p6 position so i i think he was also with the one who would be fancying some chances to actually go into q3 so he'll be slightly disappointed with the way how things turned out but again this was something which wasn't under his control and he'll be hoping that he has better luck in the coming races so i think that's all that's a wrap on this race it was a crazy race but something which i enjoyed a lot i was it was something which was turning out to be a boring race and i was slightly disappointed especially that leclerc was mo- leclerc was losing a few positions at the starting of the race itself but the last 3 4 laps were completely uh, kind of uh, crazy laps something similar to what happened in the last season when we had a couple of laps where leclerc and vettel actually collided together so we had a 3 4 laps which was completely crazy and bonkers so similar thing happened for this baku race as well where we had last 3 4 laps where it was completely crazy and we didn't really know who was actually going to end up on the podium whether it was vettel gasly leclerc probably norris as well uh, hamilton looked comfortably to get in the second step uh, on the podium steps and just before the first turn first turn it looked like like hamilton had actually completed a move and he was actually ahead of perez as well so if he wouldn't have actually made the mistake of pressing that one magic button which actually moved the brake brake bias to forward the tires if he hadn't actually made that mistake he probably would have been on the top step of the podium and he would have been co- congratulating the team and thanking everyone else as well as his fans also so from that position how the things turned and like perez vettel and gasly actually finished up finished up on the podium steps so it's quite crazy to think about that and also there is also recency bias also in the uh, viewers mind like they'll more, they are more likely to remember the last 5 to 10 laps rather than the middle 30 40 laps where nothing was happening so this is also actually helped baku a lot to actually gain a lot of goodwill and also good impression of the track also so that is something which will work in t- work in favor of azerbaijan grand prix although the only people who actually lost out on the race would probably be verstappen hamilton and pirelli as well because when you are the only team who is actually supplying tires on uh, to the formula 1 team and if the tires actually blow out then all the marketing spend which you have done on the race it doesn't really reflect well because the reason why they are spending money on formula 1 is because they want good marketing it's not something they are actually gaining out of spending money on formula 1 because they are not actually getting any revenue out of formula 1 it's purely something because of which it's purely a marketing play which because of which they are actually investing such large amounts of money in formula 1 and if the tire blows out that's the worst marketing which any team could get and they were the probably some of the reasons why michelin bridgestone discontinued with formula 1 so i hope pirelli doesn't really discontinue with formula 1 but again we would like to have better tires for uh, in the coming races but at the same time playing a devil's advocate because of these 
to extent itself we actually got some of the excitement or some of the action on the racetrack which otherwise this race would probably be some uh, one of the boring races of the season so far so those crashes did actually make the whole race exciting but anyways the, those crashes could have turned into like they were quite risky and horrible crashes and the drivers could have been injured so definitely there is a better way to actually make the races more interesting rather than risking the drivers as well so definitely we would like to have better tires in the future so that at least people get some kind of a warning that tires are not that up to speed so that either the driver can actually manage the tires quite well or the teams would actually move to two steps and in, instead of one steps so definitely that is something which we really would like to improve upon in future and that's all for the race hope to see you in the next race and hopefully the upcoming races are also as exciting as the as this race okay see you then in the coming podcast thank you bye